the journey. I'm Amy, and I'm so thankful to be joined by friends from around the world who listen to my stories, encouragement, and things that I'm learning that I hope will help you on your journey as well. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for stopping by today. I am so glad that we get to visit. Today, I just want to share a few thoughts I have. On um, This was a post for Blog January or Blog Annuary. And I want to share um, some thoughts about how words are powerful. And you probably already know this, um, listening to podcasts, listening to music, uh, reading. Uh, the words we read are so powerful. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. Genesis 1-3. Words are powerful. We bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. James 3-9. Words are powerful. I have heard stories of individuals who are diagnosed with an illness, and the diagnosing doctor gave them a certain amount of time to live, and they lived right up to that time frame given by the doctor. Words are powerful. We hear a song and we never forget that one line. <laughs> Words are powerful. A parent, a teacher, a classmate, or a friend says something, good or bad, and it leaves an imprint that stays with us into adulthood. Words are powerful. And that, my friend, is exactly why what we say matters. What and who we listen to matters. What we read matters. Words are powerful. Has a book ever changed my life? Most assuredly. Many of you, my friends, know that I read quite a number of books. If you are a new friend, just search back through the monthly book stack entries to see some of the things I've been reading. I want to share a couple of books that I know have made a marked change in me and changed how I looked at the world around me. I will also share my January 2023 book stack further down. The first book that changed my thinking and how I felt about the world around me was The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis. I first heard this book in third grade. My teacher, Mrs. Connie Felthusen, read it after lunch recess to give us all a moment to cool off and calm down. It was the first time I can recall feeling so emotionally moved by a story. The characters, particularly Aslan, seemed so real to me. I particularly needed the message, to know that I wasn't alone and someone cared deeply about my young struggles. Words are powerful. The second book that changed my life so greatly is The Bible. I didn't grow up in a religious home, though my dad sent my sister and I off to vacation Bible school several summers, and we did sporadically attend Sunday school when the church bus called ahead to pick us up. But it wasn't until my late teens that I began to read the Bible for myself. Much of it seemed to fly over the top of my head, but there were passages that resonated deeply, much like Lewis's book did when I was a child. In the almost transparent pages, I discovered I wasn't alone, and someone named Jesus really did care deeply about me and my struggles. He wasn't going to leave me when life got hard. 
In those pages, I discovered a hope much bigger than anything I experienced up to that point. Words are powerful. Now, on to a new year and a new book stack. As you can see from the photo, my stack is topped with the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. I'm reading this aloud to my younger two children. This book and Once Upon a Wardrobe by Patty Callahan are the recommended books for the Victoria Magazine Spring Book Club. It is such a delight to reread Lewis's book and with the eyes of childhood. I didn't read much fiction apart from the read-alouds I do with my children, so Callahan's book is the first adult fiction in quite some time for me. I am loving it. It is a story written with C.S. Lewis as a character. Lewis's stepson gave a glowing review of this story as being very authentic to Lewis's manner and how he likely would have responded in real life. It is going to be a tearjerker, though. I haven't begun In Vital Harmony by Karen Glass just yet. This is the next book in a Charlotte Mason book group, and it starts next week. I do look forward to going to reading it very much, though. I haven't started Thrush Green by Miss Reed yet, either. A different series by this author was recommended. There was, however, a wait in the library holds for the first one of the other series, so I decided to try this one out to see if I like her style of writing. I'll let you know what I think when I finish it. Lastly, Dream It, Pin It, Live It by Terry Seville Foy is another book that has sat on my bookshelf for an embarrassing amount of time. <laughs> I did start it a few years ago, maybe five, <laughs> but only got about a third of the way through it. It is a book on putting together a vision or dream board, which I'm sure isn't terribly difficult, but I didn't take action on actually doing the board when I began to read it last time, and that is where I found my last bookmark. <laughs> this time, however, I am reading the entire book, and I have a plan, and I am taking action to make the vision board. I am following instructions. Since I've declared this an extra special year in which I am taking five ma major courses of action, it seemed quite appropriate to put those five things on the board where I can see them daily and help keep my focus on what I am doing. I want to encourage you also to choose a book to read this month, a real touch-hold-in-your-hand kind of book. One that will encourage you in an area you have been struggling or feeling less than joyful about. Choose to read or listen to words that will build up and bless you and your future. Use words that build up and bless everyone that hears them, including yourself. Words are powerful. On the journey, Amy. enjoyed our time together today and that you'll visit with me next week. You can look for more inspiration on my blog at amybain.wordpress.com. And thank you so much for joining me on the journey. Blessings on your week.